back to the superintendent where we talk about what what it means to be do you know what dawn i'm sorry what it means to be a superintendent that makes absolutely no sense we need a better slogan don't we i mean come on now have you got anything better than that i say it every time i'm like it's rubbish what does it even mean um so anyway have you got anything dawn do you do you feel like we should we could come up with something better than that um, you mean like we should just change the title altogether? They should be called something no, not else? The, not the title, just like, you know, the, the kind of the introduction. Do you know what I think we do? I think if you have a better idea, because there are a billion better ideas, what you need to do is you need to email Dawn Bridges at dawn.bridges at writerschool.com. And, and just send in some of your ideas. Um, and that would be great because the superintendent, where we talk about what it means to be a superintendent, Anyway, um, so we are very excited because today we have a buy one, get one free. We have two superintendents today. And because we've never been able to do this before, because we've only had one victim, uh, I mean, one guest, uh, we are going to have them introduce each other and we gave them about two seconds uh warning about this so it could be a horrible mess but we're going to see what happens so uh who wants to go first i'll go first okay <laughs> okay and i can't say your name because it would ruin the the dramatic effect okay so <clears throat> go so, ahead uh first of all andrew if this is a buy one get one free obviously trisha cassandra is the one that you're gonna buy and you're getting this is kind of a consolation throw in prize mm -hmm. but yeah uh, yeah everybody will have that clear by the end of this anyhow self-deprecating uh, humor right yes okay <laughs> uh, trisha is a proud uh university of illinois product uh, twice over i believe a bachelor's and a doctorate uh, second fun fact is that she happens to be the best friend to my assistant superintendent. So we have very interesting conversations sometimes. And uh, that's why I'm keeping some of these intro comments uh, PG. Uh, and then the third piece to that though is Dr. Cassandra is way too much of a rule follower. So uh, all the people on the North Shore can feel really good about uh, that fact. <laughs> Thank you. I am. You're totally, that's, that's correct. Okay, ladies well, and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, yes. Trisha. Thank Dr. you for joining. This yeah. is quite a nice distraction, dare I say, um, <laughs> the, from the normal schedule and exciting to talk about. Yeah, we need we need to make sure there's good support for um, all the work that's gone on this year for so many districts. So happy to do right. it. Right. Amen. Okay. And now it's your turn. All right, so I'm joined here by my um, colleague, Brian Barnhart, who has been um, in his district for about 42 years. No, I, it's actually been a long time. Yes. Wow. Has been, in, you know, has done a fabulous job uh, in, his, in his current district at Western Springs and has started as all the way from a teacher, if I'm not mistaken, to be superintendent in that district, correct? Uh, close, principal is my first job. Okay, principal, excuse me, yes, okay. Um, Brian keeps his sanity because he loves uh, to run, so he's a, this avid runner, which is very good. He does use humor quite a bit, as you see. So that self-deprecating humor, I, I kid you not, I had that on here, and then you it's one of your fun facts. As one of my impact, but he is, um, yes, Brian's always a wonderful uh, colleague to to call and try to figure out how to work through a complex issue. So he's a great problem solver. I added one more. Okay, that was Ooh. it. That's wow, there you go. So much what for we're the gonna do with follower. that extra yeah. one. 
But um, wow, there we go. So, I mean, you guys clearly have this wonderful friendship. I mean, how did you? So, I'm I'm guessing that the the best friend thing is kind of like how you guys got to know each other. Is that right? Yes, we had our mutual. Sarah works for for Brian, and I've known Sarah since we were 18. So that's how right. we know each other. Yeah, so that's it's been awesome. a while. Yeah, and how how often? I mean, I'm guessing just because like you you guys are both doing the same kind of things and you're you know both in very kind of similar areas like there's a lot of similarities like how do you um kind of find each other like emptying each other's baskets all the time in terms of like you know there's all this stuff like helping each other process stuff do you do you manage to do that a bit yeah, I, I feel really fortunate. Uh, there's there's this network, and for me, it's a it's a reasonably small network of mm-hmm. folks that I will pick the phone up and call regularly. Trish is one of those uh, people, and uh, oftentimes Sarah and I will be sitting in her office, kind of as Trisha said, we're trying to problem solve, and we're like, "All right, mm-hmm. call Trisha," and we'll do that <laughs> like on the spot in the middle of whatever we're struggling with. But the other part is that we, Trisha and I, are part of this. Uh, uh, superintendent group. Uh, it's a national group, and we probably see each other at that, uh, at those gatherings way more than anything else Chicagoland. So it, it took a national group to to get us any sort of quality time together. And, so. and that's the triple S, right? That's the that's uh, triple S. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Wow. There Which you we go. need to get back on that, by the way. So that's on my to-do list uh, to chat with uh, you, Brian, about. <laughs> Men. <laughs> nice. I figured. Yeah. <laughs> So um, today we really want to talk about like how we celebrate the role of the superintendent, because, you know, especially with, you know, all of the stuff going on, it's very easy for us to just kind of have to find all these, you know, fix all these things that are going wrong and, you know, find solutions to all these problems. So we really just wanted today to talk about like, how do you guys celebrate what you do? And I'm going to add before they before they jump in and answer that I'm going to add to that um, um, because I think it's important to bring in the, the why around why it's important to celebrate in mm. essence of recognizing so many superintendents who've decided this year to potentially retire early and or uh, you know I have a, a friend colleague in another state who decided that he just was going to retire and and you know work in a boatyard and, you know, build, do- uh, you know, docks and do something completely different and leave the field altogether. And, and I'm seeing that everywhere. So um, I think it's really important to a first say cheers, you know, happy Friday. And um, thank you for what you do um, as superintendents, because we could not have gotten through this, this pandemic um, without all of the hard work and the problem solving and the thinking that you've done. So, um, just talk about that, like, you know, um, what it's been like, what are you most proud of? Yeah, I, I think if just to start, because I appreciate you saying that and celebrating because the, I mean, the, the intersection, the challenge here is the two most precious um, areas for a, for a parent or for staff, right, is, is health safety, and then education, and though we had a, basically a crisis coming together for both. And so being superintendents, we, you know, we had to navigate that. And I, I would think what I'm most proud of, um, and because there's a lot of things, decisions that we had to make, we can talk about that later, that we didn't have a lot of information to make decisions on. We like to usually have all of that. Um, but we really had to depend on our administrative colleagues. And as Brian said earlier, depend on 
other, you know, network colleagues in, in my township, um, our, the superintendents have been meeting virtually every week since March of 2020, basically. So um, I'm proud of how we've come together, you know, as a superintendents, rather than trying to do this on our own. We realized quickly, I think those that were most successful, that we had to depend on each other. No one else could, could really understand the position you're in until you're in it um, and makes make these challenging decisions and then work with work with your internal team as well, which includes obviously the board, the administration and the, and the staff. But um, I would say that's been something that I've been proud of, of superintendents in general that I've known in the network, which is how we we have, as Brian said, picked up the phone call, sometimes, you know, picked up the phone, sometimes crying, sometimes laughing, sometimes in between, but we've been here for each other. So that's been great. Yeah, it's really interesting is that as you're asking the question, Andrew, the, the, uh, the celebration piece has been a bit of a challenge uh, this year. And the first thing that came to mind when you asked the question was that the pronoun we was a must this year. And, and right. I listened to Trish's answer and it really gets to that. So the we of the internal uh, D101 folks, and that's our administrative team, our board at a big level and our staff just stepping up with really big challenges and our school community, like all those internal pieces the we of picking up the phone and knowing you have um, colleagues and friends and in, in the business who kind of know what you're going through and and can empathize with the, the struggles and still help you get to uh, you know a decent answer. <clears throat> I think the other celebration piece is this, like you know I, the the superintendents I know uh, the those who I call friends, like they're such values driven people. And to keep your values through this year right. has uh, it's been it's been a challenge, and and so many of our colleagues have done that, and that's celebration worthy, um, you know, from a leadership standpoint. Health, safety, like Trisha said, for sure. And we're just really proud. We've been in school every single day this year. Certainly not as much um, through the first three quarters of the year as we wanted to, but those are those those small victories are huge this year. Right. I've heard um, the phrase like lead large. And I think more than ever, that's been so critical and important. And I think, you know, as you were both growing up and deciding what you wanted to be when you grew up, you know, um, I'm sure airline pilot never came to mind because that's something that, you know, you fly without being able to see. Right. And so I think, you know, educators kind of really want to have control in some regard of what, but I think this year has these last 14 months have been a true testament to kind of needing to be that, um, that airline pilot that is just kind of you know, leading large, but yet not really necessarily knowing and being able to see where it is that you need to navigate. I love the analogy. Right. Yes, right. And, and being and being vulnerable with that, right? And and being honest, we really said, you know, progress over perfection. Like we can't guarantee this is going to all go as planned. And being very upfront about that, because you're right, you can't see, and which is hard. I mean, it's hard for educators. If we're educators. It's hard for our parent community and staff. So, um, that, that was a great way to to summarize that. Yeah, I would love like three redos. Like if I can. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, okay, so here's a question and feel oh. free to be like, no, ignore this question. But what would you do differently from this last year? What would you do that would be something that you're like, hey, we really learned from this experience. We really learned through doing it this way, not to do it again or to do it very <laughs> differently. What are some of the things that you were like, yeah, we need to, you know, think yeah. about it. I'll, I'll start. There's one that's really clear for me. So uh, I, and, and I think Trisha emphasized it 
very well, like leadership. This year required leadership. Every year requires leadership and management, but leadership over everything this year. Uh, I absolutely led in a different way this year. There was a lot more Brian um, decision-making. And part of that was to try to um, shield everybody else because every time you had to make a big decision, it was 55-45 or 45-55, right? Mm -hmm. it, it was it was rarely 90-10. Yeah. Um, so a recognition that the leadership approach this year, that singular uh, approach occasionally, the I pronoun instead of the we, it's not sustainable and it's really, it's a lousy way to, to go. So next mm -hmm. year and beyond, back to kind of old uh, approaches of collaboration, that kind of thing. So uh, something I would do differently, I'm with Brian, like there is at least a list of, you know, 10, 20, 30 long, but hindsight was always 2020. I think in the, the beginning, um, we were so focused obviously on uh, the health mitigation factors and making sure those all worked. I think there were some opportunities that we missed on um, bringing um, parents and kids more into the fold. Like we, we, you know, in November realized some of our students hadn't even, there's a first year at our middle school, for instance, and really only had one hallway experience and one classroom experience mm -hmm. that it was um, very hard for them to comprehend kind of the community they were in and make them feel um, really acclimated to their environment. So I know that's a small one, but it's actually proven to be really important now in the spring as we look for next year. We interviewed both the kindergartner and a seventh grader and they both said the same thing. We didn't know like what our school was like and we wanted to know more like that, about that. So that that was just something that I'm working on right now that came to mind that, um, you know, we became so focused on obviously the health pieces. We, we forgot some of the very practical pieces that help kids and, and families feel good about being in school. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Uh, so what are you, um, <clears throat> what are your hopes for the future kind of taking, uh, what are you most optimistic about going forward, you know, uh, especially after the summer? What are you, what are you excited about there? Yeah, can we start on this one, Brian? Sure. Yeah, I, I'm actually, you know, it's, it's sort of a tongue in cheek, but don't let a good crisis go to waste, but we have learned so much. I, I really do take offense with the idea of this recovery or this lost year. If anything, it has, it has really freed us up to reevaluate what's most important mm. and, and, you know, understand that the agility of our organization is far greater than we ever thought it could be. So I think what I'm most hopeful about is, is that we come together, like any sort of trauma or crisis, you can come out of it together more cohesively and um, take the time, which is what we're really trying to do now and reflect as a community from parents and students and staff um, to understand what is it that we wanna carry with us? Cause not all of this is, is, is bad, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think I'm really optimistic that we can build upon that um, and that we can have a really, I think next year is gonna be a really, um, a really good year and we're going to heal and and come away with a lot of good outcomes yeah i think trisha nailed it and, and maybe a subset of that is the is the box we've known as school like that box has been blown up and i really think if we if if if, if we're wise with with our timing and our opportunity we can do some really great things over the next like couple of decades with this because because of this year right. uh, the other the other thing is i also think there might be a new um and this this is more uh, six months down the way, a year down the way, looking in the rearview mirror. There might be a little bit more appreciation for uh, schools. Right. I, right. I, I, I right. Oh my gosh. From yeah. from a variety of oh, I actually really like being in school. 
and yeah. the challenge of trying to teach your own kids and like all those things and the social pieces that really matter. I, I think there's a new appreciation potentially, especially if we do the, what Trisha said, I think there'll be an even greater appreciation. Okay, well, Brian, you're right. Like even 13 year olds are like, we miss school. <laughs> but yeah, they wanted to be here. So we need to harness that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I think too, to, to both of your points, I think you're right. Um, and I think you have to have all of that. So I think in order to be able to kind of reimagine and rethink that through it, I don't know that it would have been as possible if the culture that you guys had built and continue to build through this whole thing um, and working with your with your folks, you know, in your communities um, from the boardroom to the to the classroom, as well as um, them seeing kind of what you've gone through, um, I think is going to also help get to um, those next steps and be able to, to be different and for them to be able to trust. Um, because I think parents have also seen themselves like this is hard work. Um, right. And I, I think that teachers and administrators also have a, a, a renewed faith in, you know, taking a risk um, and doing something different because they've been proven that they could do it. Yeah, it's really well put, Don. That is. And they, they've helped each other so much, which has been so great to, to see the outcome of that what i've what i've noticed throughout this time is also how schools like you know the, the ones that you can see the community at even like you know with kids working you know working from home like doing their school at home you know even with that one of the great things about you know this has proven that the school is way more about the community than the building um, you know, the building is, you know, that centralized thing, you know, where the kids go, but actually what really matters, and yes, you know, we need kids to be able to know where they're going for lunch, yeah, but, yeah. you know, the idea that, you know, schools are actually more about like, you know, the little pockets of communities that are being made and the friendships and the relationships that are being made. And then how do you transfer that from the school day to, uh, from a school building into virtual and so that's kind of something that's emerged for me and I don't know if that's true of if that's a load of rubbish is that like something that you've noticed um yeah oh I think it's an absolute it, it's an absolute it's another kind of high level observation that I I think our school community would be like uh-huh sign me up for sure <laughs> yeah right yeah that was I actually ran to a third grade teacher this last week and she said the best thing has been these students are talking about how close they are they're going to be in each other's weddings because they've like spent so much time together and they're in third grade talking about how they, they work through such a challenging year together. So exactly to your point, I mean, they've, they've, they've connected so much more than they, they would have in a typical year. Right. You know, and, and with that, not only, you know, the pieces that you spoke of, but I also think around, you know, the politics, unfortunately, politics really seem to seep in a lot of, of, of this in this pandemic. And so again, I go back to kind of our theme around celebrating the superintendency and, and, you know, any advice around navigating the politics of it and, or, you know, what, what got you across that? I don't know, you know, the specifics of really either district in regards to school board elections or anything, but I know across, you know, not only the state of Illinois, but also across the country, um, you know, there was a lot of contentious things, um, you know, going on through this. Um, and, and, you know, when you think, I think about community being so positive, like, you know, um, the sense of community being amazing and having the school be the center of that. And yet 
politically, um, <clears throat> it was a challenge. Uh, I'm going to go back to that sort of that that centrist uh, approach around your own values and your values as a leader. Like that really, really mattered in the whole political piece, Don at such a high level. And, and, and I will say I'm really proud of my board. Uh, they performed in that same way. And at board elections had two incumbents up, both were reelected. I thought that was a good uh, sort of statement by the community overall. And again, I'd love to have some redos, but overall it's kind of an endorsement of, of kind of staying um, on what we thought was best, no matter what that political noise was. And I'm gonna laugh at this because uh, I don't know if I'd do it again, but I did it and it made a statement. My very opening video as I introduced our 31 page reintroduction handbook in August uh, uh, with our DLT and then with the parent community, I opened with, if you only watch CNN, you're going to hate this handbook. <laughs> and if you only watch Fox News, you're right. going to hate this handbook. Right. We're going to be driven by not those things like that. That was that was the opening comment. Again, not always smart. Let's be clear. Um, but, you know, it got everybody's attention. Wow. It's, it's so true. I mean, but the other thing here as well is the fact that, you know, you're taking you're having to take data that you're being given or you're having to find yourself and then make super quick decisions that affect lots and lots of people and you know and that's you know that's the, that's what we, you you guys have been doing and you know and so how have you been able to kind of keep positive in all of that you know how have you been able to kind of take all these decisions that you, you've you've had to make and like some of them obviously have been like really popular some of them have been horribly unpopular so how have you managed to kind of keep that positivity going well, I don't know if we've always been able to do that, first of all. <laughs> so, so first of all, it hasn't always been really exciting and positive. And if I will, I know if I could ever never have to talk about travel quarantine or contact tracing again, I, you know, it'll be a wonderful day. Right. Um, but, you know, I go back to, you know, I, I just read this recently too and talked to my leadership team about it, but we are the weather, right, for our community. So our, our teachers are the weather for the kids. And so through it all, even when it's the most challenging and that's why you need a good network of, of superintendents or, or family or friends to help you through it. But in the end, you've got to model, right? Resiliency and leadership and be able to work through that. So it hasn't been easy. And, and to, to Brian's point, there are certainly times when, you know, I, 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 I can think of them in my mind where I should have been a better weather person, you know, like I showed my true colors too much is what I was feeling. But in the end, um, you really want to model that positivity. Right. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I think, I, I think Trish is all over it. Like the modeling piece, never more important. You, you, uh, the superintendents who are just sort of optimists and positive, uh, at their core, it really was important this year. Uh, and then my final answer is beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Absolutely. And wine and I, wine, I, Brian. And tequila uh, as well, Dawn. Don't worry. Tequila's uh, on that. Let's list. be really clear. Tequila not on the list. <laughs> Depends on who you That's are. That's for my whole school community. <laughs> <laughs> it's for my, my list network or, or Netflix watching, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. And on a really serious note, like uh, there, there was one really challenging period for us. It was October, right? That's when the 
that's when there was a lot of um, a lot of opposition opinions all over the place. And you know what? One day, all of a sudden, I got like six phone calls from friends and my two sons who were away at college, and my wife facilitated that. And I came home one one night, and there was like twenty nine post it notes on the door. Like the the home piece mattered yeah. a ton. Like right. like it it, it it was like you, you're looking forward to coming to home and mm. and to have some of that. Like it 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 mattered like never before. Right, right. Did you cry? I yeah. You saw this post. No yeah. crying yet. Yeah, no emotion. No, I, uh, no, no, no. I'm a superintendent. There is not emotion. <laughs> All right. I'll learn that. Uh, so, okay. So we're going to end with a quick question on what message would you give to people who are contemplating being a district leader? What would you say? What would you, that, you know, especially over this time, what would, what's the message of hope that you would give them? I would say we need you, first of all, like, <laughs> please come in. We need you. This is uh, a, a an incredible time just to draw on what we talked about before, where there's going to be some change, right? And we're going to be able to reevaluate the status quo. Um, and we, the, you know, going back to the why is, is so apparent now, why we need to be in, per, you know, I don't know if you recall before the pandemic, there's a lot of talk about, you know, our computers going to replace teachers or, you know, artificial intelligence, but all of that plays a part in education, but it's, we know the human element is so important and we need right. strong leaders who are value driven and can help us lead, I think, through this next incredible iteration and revolution in education. And so I would say now is the time, like we've, hopefully there's not going to be another pandemic for at least a hundred years. So we checked, we did that. Um, and now right on the, on the tails of that, I hope, I know, maybe too optimistic. Yeah. yeah, maybe another five, just like in a <laughs> row, you know, come on, let's get some variants out yeah. there. Let's, you know. <laughs> Uh, now I'm going to cry. I'm going to go join the boy, the boat docks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, not allowed. I'm in, I'm in on the boat docks. <laughs> that was the best thing I've heard. Yeah, no, Trish is absolutely right. Like never before we need, we need folks who know what they're about. They're about kids and, and, at their core, you know, it, it's trite, but people who can keep that at the center of decision-making, problem-solving, that sort of thing. We need those people, like, we always need them, but, like, never more than than right now. And, and you know, it, I, I don't know. It's leading through good times means you need to take advantage and keep moving forward. And leading in more challenging times means you have to really know what your core is about and, and mm -hmm. stay with that. And, you know, hopefully we we stayed in that place. And if there are people who are good doing that, like come in, like yeah. we need you. We need well, you. and I think it's important. And I think one of the reasons why we thought it would be great to have both of you is, you know, oftentimes people feel that, you know, that the role of the superintendent is very isolated and it can be. Um, but again, you know, right now you guys are 40 something miles apart from one another, you know, from where your districts are located, but yet it's a phone call, it's a text, it's a zoom, um, away from, you know, having your colleagues and it is very much a collaborative, um, position, um, if you, if you work to make it that. And so I think that that does, that's helped, I think more than ever. Um, people see that it's a, it's a, it is a great role and that, you know, you aren't in it alone. 
you're right. It's not you know, like you're, those who survive and do well or don't see this as a competitive advantage over one district over another. It's such the opposite. And I hope that stays with us um, after this pandemic too. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much. Uh, honestly, we've it's been so much fun listening to you guys and all the wisdom. We didn't make them cry, though. We didn't make them cry. It's we didn't make them cry. It's okay. I'll cry. Because uh, uh, especially for Brian. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Um, and yeah, I uh, we just appreciate you guys so much and all the stuff you're doing, um, especially for the kids, because that's what it's all about, right? So, um, yeah, thanks so much, guys. Uh, uh, yeah, join us next time. Oh, and and by the way, don't forget to email dawn.bridges at writerschool.com if you have a better slogan for than <laughs> the superintendent where we talk about what it means to be a horse whisperer. <laughs> um, uh, so right. join us next time uh, for the conversation. <laughs>